Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I'm honored and excited to be connecting in with you on the author's journey, where we talk with best-selling authors, experts, and influencers in the publishing space, all coming alongside you to support you in your author's journey so that you can lean in and bring forward all of that brilliance, all of that wisdom, insight that you have been given to bring forward and share it with the world because it makes a difference. And I always like to remind everyone, if you're feeling that pull, that desire to write, that desire to share, to bring it forward, it's actually being called forward. It means that that it's needed for such a time as this. So I believe there is an urgency to continuing to take steps to bring your message forward. And so I hope each episode helps you on that journey to take another step to bring your message forward because it is absolutely needed in the world. So I'm thrilled to welcome you, honored to have you joining us today. And we have a really special guest who is a number one international best-selling author. She is a in-demand publisher. She leads multiple publishing projects. She has helped hundreds of authors come forward and shine and become award-winning authors and best-selling authors and really have a powerful, powerful impact in the world. So I'm just excited to have her joining us today. And I know she's going to share a lot of wisdom and insight with us. So in order to get the most ta- most out of our time together today, I want to encourage you to choose to be fully present, mind, body, soul, and spirit. I encourage you to get a piece of paper or however you take notes, but writing is such a powerful way because it actually connects your heart and your brain and your body all in one action of writing a note or connecting with an idea or a thought. So writing is such a powerful way to capture information as well as share it. So I encourage you to um, find a way to take notes during our conversation so that you can really capture that insight, that tip that's going to support you on your journey. So you're able to put it into action and motion. And remember, this is for you. This is a time for you to get to be poured into and be open to receive. So with that, let's take a breath in. Beautiful. Just choosing to be mindfully, fully present, excited to receive all that is here for you to receive. And it's great to start writing down some questions you have, some thoughts that you have, things you would like to know or you've always wished you could ask a publisher. Start to write that information down so then your ears will be tuned in to listen for that information. And if for some reason we don't cover that particular question that you have, then we're going to let you know how to connect with our amazing guest on a deeper level. So tune in. We're just thrilled and excited to have you joining us today. And as we're breathing, slowing down for a moment to connect in and listen, I'm going to introduce our fabulous guest, Kathy Davis, founded in 2000. 
2004, a now sought after publishing firm. She is the founder and CEO of Davis Creative Publishing, an industry leader and in-demand publisher. She has had books in her DNA since she was, uh, I would say all her life since she was a little girl. (laughs) She's always played, they've always played a really big part in her life. In fact, she started making her first book in grade school, all the way to her first job in designing books for printing company with a bulk of her career as a creative director of a corporate communications firm. And this firm reached a global Um, audience. So she has that background and experience. She specialized in providing custom sales presentations and books in support of high net worth, new business around the globe. She is passionate about helping you tell your story and bring it to the world. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic Kathy Davis to the show. Welcome. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you so much for inviting me today. You are so welcome. Thrilled to have you joining us today. Excited for our conversation. And you and I, we have um, known each other for many years. You are a regular guest on our Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. I like to let our listeners know that. So anyone who this is your first experience of Kathy, I want you to know you can lean in, connect with her, and hear from her um, through multiple programs and shows. She's just uh, amazing, her perspective and and all that she brings to the world. So welcome, welcome. Excited to have you back (laughs) and joining us. And I wanted to start our conversation with why? Why is this work of helping authors bring their books forward, their message forward in a written format, why is that personally so important to you? I love working with women who find the strength to um, carry on. What I mean by that is um, in our society, sometimes women have a tendency to sit back and watch the world evolve around them. And I love helping those women learn to step out and find their, their self-empowerment and step into the world that they truly want to be living. And we, the way we help these women is to help them find their voice and share their story through the power of publishing. Mm. Beautiful. And what about that particular group of people? So women um, really kind of coming into their own, bringing their brilliance forward. What about that lights you up? Why is that something that you gravitate towards? I have found that the the publishing process itself um, is a great confidence builder. You know, quite often I'll have a a, a wannabe female author who will say, well, nobody, who, who wants to hear what I have to say? Or um, what is it that I can say that's any more important than what somebody, has already, somebody else has already said? And being able to coach them and nudge them and support them on their journey as they're learning that their voice has power too, that their mm-hmm. voice is just as important as everyone else's, and watching them grow independently as a person, as a human, in their confidence and in their the way they hold their posture, the way their head all at once starts to rise up, just by going through this process 
of helping them write, put their words down on paper and bring that book to life. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I, I so appreciate it. And if there is anyone listening today that is thinking about, well, may, maybe my voice does matter or is would it make a difference? So they're saying some of the same things that you hear frequently, what do I have to add to the conversation that has hasn't already been said? Or why does it matter if I bring my voice forward? What would you say to them? The one thing that I've noticed is that there's three types of authors or mm-hmm. wannabe authors. There, there are those who are more comfortable kind of lurking in the back of the room, watching others fulfill their dreams. Mm-hmm. The, in the next level, I find are women who are looking around. They, they kind of use that as a, as a stall tactic. You know, they're still deciding what to do, whether they want to publish themselves or find a traditional publisher. So I have those that are lurking and those that are looking. And then the third category that I see is those that are living their publishing dream, who have decided Mm. to take action. And that's the big difference between all three of those types of personalities is someone has decided to take action and has looked Mm. for someone to help. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. We're getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I encourage you to stay present and take a moment to kind of feel in and see where are you of those three? Are you right now just kind of sitting back and watching and observing? Are you um, kind of exploring and, and looking to make decisions? Or are you someone ready to take action and now looking for um, the best way to bring it forward? So it's great to ch- check in and see where you are um, so that you're lining up what you're doing to match where you are, what you're wanting to do or not do um, with your book and the message and uh, where you are in the publishing journey. So with that, we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYaoPoetry.com. That's SamYaoPoetry.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an opportunity to really sink into that that question, really seeing where are you? 
And are you in that place where you're ready to take action that you're wanting to take action? And now it's just figuring out um, where to go, what to do, what are the next steps to bring it forward? And one of the things that I was looking forward to talking about in our conversation today is from a publisher's perspective, someone who comes alongside and helps other authors as a partner bring their book forward, I'm really tapping into their perspective, um, Kathy's perspective on what she wishes authors knew, (laughs) what would help them uh, move things forward more powerfully and um, effectively on the journey. Um, So some of those things we don't even know that we don't know (laughs) to start to discover so that we can bring our messages forward more powerfully and effectively. So in that perspective or that lens, what is something that you think it was? it's really important for an author to know if they're looking to start forming a relationship, they're looking to get help in bringing their book forward, either publishing it themselves or publishing it under a brand they're creating um, or working with um, a, a publisher that is picking it up under their brand. What are what are some things that you would like you would encourage an author to be aware of in that process and in making decisions around that? So there's a couple of things that I always tell our our authors. Um, one of which is we're not going to plan our retirement around the sale of your book. <laughs> and two, it's not about how well your book sells; it's how well your book sells you. Um, the world, the publishing world that we live in today, um, I, I liken it to, you know, years ago I, I heard where you could find an attorney on every corner, and pretty much now you can find someone on every corner who is calling themselves a publisher. And there's a huge dichotomy between someone who may have published one book on their own versus an independent publisher versus a traditional publisher. Mm-hmm. And we we walk our clients through their options and let them know the pros and cons of each and let them decide what might be the best for them. But part of that is also understanding that if you do decide whichever path, the, the DIY, the independent, or the traditional, is that a greater portion of that marketing effort is going to still be in your hands. It's still going to be your responsibility. And to be thinking about their marketing and their brand prior to their publishing of their book, um, knowing who your audience is as you're writing your book is important. And it doesn't matter whether your book is nonfiction or novel or poetry, but knowing your audience is probably one of the first questions that we ask. Mm. Thank you for sharing. I, I appreciate this. And there's a couple of things that um, I just want to underline uh, that you shared. So knowing your audience, your reader, that's really important, that the book is designed to position and market you, um, not the other way around. Like you you want to think about how it is lending to your brand and your positioning. And you also brought up about not retiring on the sales of the book. And I think this is something I hear a lot too, that um, there's this myth out there that there are millions and millions of dollars to be had in royalties from the sale of, of a book. And I know a lot of times I have a very frank conversation with people who um, are believing that 
because they have to realize that if they're looking at royalties, you're looking at one to, to six dollars a book, kind of depend when it's all said and done <laughs> that is coming in. And that's a lot of book sales to um, achieve some of their financial goals. So really being aware of that and then looking at how the book can position and fit in who you are and what you're doing and what you're bringing to the world is really, really important. And the other thing I heard you say very clearly was talking about marketing and how whatever path they go on, a lot of that marketing, sharing out rising above the noise out there with um, getting their voice heard is going to fall on the author. And I think that also surprises a lot of authors because I think in their head, they think that's part of the job of the publisher and the publishers feel like their job is to publish the book. Marketing, sharing, uh, selling it on an ongoing basis doesn't really fall within their typical package. That's a different thing. So I find I hear that a lot when I'm talking with authors and they're exploring this world and looking to bring their book forward. Is that what you're finding as well or anything you would add to that? I think it is quite a shock when authors realize Mm -hmm. that this is not an additional stream of income, Mm -hmm. but by and I I also have that same kind of heart-to-heart talk with them up front Mm -hmm. Yeah. But knowing your target audience and knowing your market up front is actually in your best interest because once you know that, you've got to step up above all those other other authors and who haven't gone down that path. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen it happen many times, even in authors that you and I both have supported um, on a novel from a novel perspective. You know, in identifying yourself into a niche or a genre um, is a great way, is a great first step in identifying what we're talking about in terms of marketing and knowing Mm -hmm. your audience. And then in terms of poetry, uh, which kind of seems like an obscure area and a very finite, small audience, um, but it's actually a huge audience right now. Mm -hmm. And knowing that going into it and Every decision you make is based upon who's your audience. You know, how does the book look that will appeal to that audience? You know, how does the design of the book affect, you know, how the reader reads the book? There's all these little decisions that are made based upon that very first decision, those marketing decisions of, you know, who's your audience, what do they like, where do I find them, et cetera. And the more clear you are on your marketing, actually, the better your odds are of having greater sales by the Mm -hmm. time you actually publish your book. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. And I I agree that the clearer you are, um, the more you know who you're trying to reach and designing it that way, they're going to lean in with ease and recognize that they're your people. And you're absolutely right. I was thinking in in that genre of poetry and then even your marketing plan of where as the book comes forward, how do you keep that momentum going and where are those people? And one of the things we found in the poetry space is a lot of the audience are actually listeners of podcasts, not necessarily some of the other what have quote unquote have been mainstream types of media, but getting on podcasts gets you right in front of the ideal readers kind of on the, the um, back end once the book's released and keeping it going. And 
there are so many podcasts that are popping up everywhere. It's a great opportunity to um, really target particular audiences that a podcast serves to bring your book forward. And, And it's the same thing when you're looking at bringing your book forward and selecting how you're sharing it out, that you're choosing platforms that your people are going to go to, that keywords, categories, how you talk about it, all of those things are lining up to fit with who you're trying to reach um, so that they can hear you and they know about you and they're well, excited exactly. about the book. Yeah. So well, anything and I else? Think that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say, I, I think that's one of the, one of the positives that perhaps came out of the pandemic and the quarantine was that people recognized that they needed community and yes. That creates a tremendous opportunity for authors because once you identify the community that you're trying to reach, you can then find them, whether they're on LinkedIn or whether they're on Clubhouse, which is a new social media platform, uh, whether they're on TikTok, you know, another social media platform. Once you've identified the type of community that will, that your book will appeal to, it's just a matter of going out there and becoming a part of that community and letting them know that you exist and your book exists. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Exactly. And you're right. I think um, more than ever before, we have more and more communities rising up and identifying themselves with that community. And so I think it there is this amazing opportunity for authors to find their community, find their people that their book is for and connect with them. So I think that's, that's brilliant. And as we look at bringing books forward, working through figuring out for one through three, are we the one ready to, to take action and start stepping forward? Um, one of the key things you mentioned is it's important that people know who they're serving, you know, who the book is for, that they're not expecting this to be the thing they retire off of, but kind of building into the overall vision of what they're bringing forward. Is there anything else that you would add to kind of in those initial conversations that it would be great if authors knew this when they're coming to the table and for those first couple of conversations? Definitely. There's, as you're as you're finishing your manuscript, as you're working with your editors and your designers, the one thing to keep in mind is what are some other ways that you can monetize this this work that you're creating, this book, whether it's digital or on paper. And thinking about that up front allows you to start creating additional these, – these are the ways that will help you create additional streams of income, perhaps mm-hmm. – you can create a, a workshop or a online webinar or an online seminar around your book. Perhaps you want to create a workbook as a companion piece that will go with your book that can be sold in tandem. Uh, we work a lot with speakers and trainers, and that entire world changed over the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. From they're no longer, well, they're starting to a little bit now, but there was a period where they were no longer being able to be the keynote speaker at a convention of three to 500 or 1,000 people. They had to take all of their tools and then convert them into that Zoom or WebEx, whatever format they were using. There are still ways to get out there and, and do your craft. You just have to pivot 
a little bit. So as you're building your book and you're building your marketing plan, what are other ways that you can create those streams of income? Another really big thing that I saw occurring over this last year were or could be called um, joint venture relationships. What that means is, mm-hmm. let's say if you're a chef and you have a cookbook um, and you're wanting to market it out there and you happen to run into someone who is a, a, a wine sommelier who has written a book, uh, the two of you could do cross-promotions, and that sommelier is going to have a list of people, a tribe that follows that person, and you as a chef are going to have your list and your tribe. And when you mix those lists together, you're you're doubling your efforts. You're exposing yourself to everyone that that other author knows, and you automatically have a built-in opportunity to attract more names, more visitors to your website, and create that ripple effect for your business. And everybody wins. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, be thinking about who else has a similar target market as you and how can they, how can you reach that audience? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And I was just picturing a special series they could do pairing wine with different meals and do like a little series. <laughs> that could be really they fun. They could do videos and the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I can, I can, I can just see that playing out in that example. <laughs> so I think um, it's great to expand our thinking and looking for um, people that have a similar audience, but, and we're complementary, not competitive in that space to, to serve even more really, really powerful. And I think that one of the things I see that um, an opportunity that many authors miss, and it's in this marketing space, I feel like they wait to talk about the book until it's ready to be released. And they exactly. miss this. Yeah. Do you, yeah. And they, and they miss this whole opportunity of excitement and making an event and getting people behind them so that when Ezra is released, they get all this great momentum, but they have all this visibility. They're getting that six, eight weeks leading up to it, talking about it, uh, six months, depending on how long they want to talk about it and building the following, get people leaning in, looking forward to it. They can't wait. And then they share it with their people. So by the time the book, is available to be released for purchase, they've already got this great reach of people that are waiting to get their copy and supporting and excited and can't wait to share it out with their friends. Do you, and it sounds like you find that's a common thing too, they're waiting. Exactly. I, I, I can't tell you, probably at least once or twice a week, we'll get a referral from someone who has published their book elsewhere and People say, well, go talk to Kathy. Maybe she can help. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to sell the book, and it's just not going anywhere. But when they come to me after they've already produced their book, it's kind of like starting over. I'm going to take them back to step one and run them through our process, which is having that conversation up front. And that may mean that the book may need to change. You know, it, it may not have be fulfilling its purpose, and there may be an incongruent message that we need to go back and clarify for the audience. The It's much better to come to us while you're in the process of finishing your manuscript um, rather than after. There, we can, yeah. There's more that we can do to help and get you on target early on rather than trying to come in afterwards and put a Band-Aid on it. It's just not going to work as well. 
Beautiful. Absolutely. I love that. And to me, that's so uh, it touches my heart because I am all about that. It is not a solo journey. Like we get to come alongside each other. We don't have to figure these things out on our own. And what an opportunity to have an expert come alongside you as you're making some of those final decisions and you're um, getting ready to bring it forward to have their support in looking at your manuscript and guiding you and, um, preventing a band-aid situation but actually having it move forward in in a way that is um, of the highest service to your book to your message and to who you're trying to reach Um, really really powerful well we're getting ready to go to our next commercial break and as we do that listeners I want you to think about all of what has been shared in this segment and take down a couple thoughts and notes and really see what is speaking to you that you can um, bring forward and take action on And we'll look forward to continuing our conversation in just a moment. Explore the poetry of Sam Yao. His book of poems, Soul's Journey, is a number one international bestseller. Sam is a contemporary poet with a unique and highly relatable poetic style to convey the essence of spiritual truths for our time. Readers will find beauty, inspiration, and healing in his words. Get his book, Soul's Journey, today on Amazon.com or visit SamYaoPoetry.com. That's SamYaoPoetry.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an opportunity to take in some of that great wisdom and insight that Kathy's been sharing with you and that reminder to um, don't wait until the book is out to start promoting and sharing it, but that it's all part of the process that you let people know it's coming. You create a buzz and excitement and event. That's actually a great way to do a little market research if you're not quite sure if you're in complete alignment with who you're trying to reach and some of the languaging. So you can float some questions out there as you're making some of those decisions. So remember, you can include your community and build that following as you're building your book and bringing it forward. And there's another really great way that you can kind of put your toe in the water, start experiencing being a published author and what some of the steps are, what it feels like to be in community and support and and bring your message forward. And one of those processes that you can explore, one of those opportunities is an anthology. And this is something I know that Kathy and I have talked about on different episodes where we're describing what an anthology is. We'll take a a moment to share about that. But it's an opportunity where you can step in and become a best-selling author 
add that experience, start growing your reach and your tribe while doing a piece of a book versus a full book. So an anthology is a um, book where multiple authors come together, each writing a section or a chapter under a common theme. And then the compiler, who's the leader of that project, um, leads the project forward and then launches it as a book that then gets to be shared out in the world. And so in that process, you're becoming a published author, you're getting to bring some of your content forward and experience and learn what some of the steps are like. So I'm going to hand the floor over to you, Kathy. I know I've described a little bit of my thoughts about anthologies and how we describe them, but I'd love for you to describe um, how you describe anthologies and what that sort of an opportunity is for authors. I love the the anthology. Um, Like you said, it's a great way to tiptoe into the publishing pond. And you're only committed to 1,500 or 2,000 words or similar. And I know on our end, we assign a writing coach to every author. So, again, if you've never written anything uh, other than maybe just your signature on a form, it's it's all right because there are people that can help you put your sentences together, put your paragraphs together, put your story together. Before you know it, you have an actual chapter. And one of the best things that I find about these anthologies is is typically someone will pick a topic, a, a common theme, and then they will then help coach you into pulling out a story that you have experienced. But one of the, the greatest things about these experiences that I've noticed, so you have between 15 to 20, 30, I think it, last fall we had 40 authors. Now, that was the spring where we had 40 authors in one book, and that mm-hmm. was quite an experience. The authors that got the most out of that experience were the ones who came forward and stayed visible. So we we had two or three different Zoom phone calls because these authors were from all four um, time zones in the U.S. Some knew each other, some did not know each other. And through the Zoom call, it was more like a, just a meet and greet, you know, kind of a little a lunch and get to know each other, bring your lunch or your coffee, whatever you want. And they each had a chance to, those that could attend on a particular day, got to introduce themselves, talk about who they are, what they do, and who they help. And it gave everyone a chance to get to know each other that was in the book. We also highly encourage our authors to reach out to each other and organize that one-on-one phone call or that one-on-one Zoom break to take a deeper dive into getting to know who that author is and who they support, who their audience is. And again, great opportunities for joint ventures here, joint promotions. And the authors that went that extra mile and created those additional relationships had a chance to grow their business. And you've heard me talk about this when I was in college in the Mm mid-70s. Our marketing professors were all teaching us that, oh, each of us know 250 people. You know, make sure you introduce yourself to everyone in the class. Fast forward these decades, and we all know at least 2,500 people. Um, Then you add in people like yourself, Rebecca, who have huge lists of contacts and, you know, in the thousands and you can only imagine how much of opportunity, if I talk to a new author in an anthology that I'm a part of, how much access, additional access I 
have been to not only that one new author, but to their additional list also. And it, the women that take that extra time to get to know each individual author are those that have walked away and just raved about the opportunity to be a part mm. of an anthology. Beautiful. I I love it. And I love seeing the little, uh, it's like this own little community that happens with each book, each anthology cluster <laughs> that they, they cheer each other on. They build those rapports and relationships and they stay connected even after the book has, has been released and launched. And, and I love seeing that and the relationships that get built. And the other thing that I think are really great about anthologies is the content that you're creating can be repurposed. And I think people forget that sometimes that you can repurpose that chapter and use it in different ways. So one of the things I, I always share about anthologies is I participate in anthology projects every year, multiple anthology projects. There, there are some that I'll lead and there are some that I will be a part of. And I choose to do that strategically every year. Even though I'm a number one international bestselling author multiple times over, the reason I do that is every time that's a new group of people that I get to be in community and relationship with and build, it's a group of people that are committed to bringing their message forward and making a positive difference in the world. Those are my people. Those are my tribes. And I can repurpose my chapter once the book is released and that I can use it as a downloadable PDF that can help me grow my list. So every year I can update my library of free gifts with these additional areas of focus from each of these books that I got to reach more people with by being part of by taking that chapter and using it as a gift when I'm part of summits or on shows that I can direct people to and it helps me continue to grow my list as well. So I, I just feel like anthologies are such a great thing to participate in when you're starting. And I think it's a great thing to continue to participate in strategically to build that in. And your chapter's already been edited. It's already been um, structured, like you're all set up and then you can um, bring it forward in new ways to continue to use that powerful content in many, many ways. Anything else you would add to, to anthologies and some of the power of them? Uh, a couple of thoughts. One is mm -hmm. we, we tend to get what I call our frequent flyers. One in particular comes to mind. She's a um, a former, she's a retired, uh, what do you call it, school principal. And her her new career is investments and insurance. So she, you know, has a broad range of products, anything from health insurance to investments. And she's now on her third anthology with us. And, and she told me the other day, Kathy, she said, I can't believe how much new business I get from this because mm. she's one of those women that will take the time to get to know other people. And mm -hmm. she will make, make an effort, not necessarily to ask them for business, but to help them get new business. Mm. She'll refer someone to them. And she has seen how this has helped her grow her own business. Um, the other side that I hear a lot is that a lot of the anthologies that both you and I are involved with tend to have themes of self-empowerment, personal mm -hmm. growth, um, overcoming yeah. obstacles, women who are learning to shine and come out and step out 
into their into their own into their the way they want their world to be and what I hear more often than not was that they will get a response from a reader that said that will say something like that's your I read your chapter and I cried that's exactly what mm-hmm. I needed to hear I read your chapter and it felt like, wow, somebody understands what I've been going through. And I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's the ability to share your voice and share your wisdom. And as I've said a hundred times before, wisdom not shared is wisdom lost forever. You may not think that your story is important, but just your ability to share how you have overcome life's obstacles could very well be someone's roadmap out of the darkness that they may find themselves in now. And I hear that a lot from our authors, that they get that response back from the readers. Mm, powerful. Powerful. And even those of our listeners who are looking to bring their full book forward, that takes time. And it takes months of work. And, and it's powerful. And it's amazing. And an anthology, it's that 1,500 to 2,000 words. So you could do that on the journey. And then as you bring your book forward, bring it forward as a bestseller because or above, because there's different levels you get in bestselling, that you will have that under your belt, start to touch people's lives, make a difference, that 1,500, 2,000 words at a time while you're building and bringing your other forward. So I just, I think they can accomplish so many amazing things for people. Big fan. I love the work that you do. And I love that your anthologies tie in doing the the best-selling campaign because not every book does that. Not every anthology does that. And we're very honored to, to get to support you on the media side and launching them as bestsellers. But here's why I think that's important because you want your message to be heard. And if they don't know about you, they can't hear you. You're not rising above the noise. It's hard to have the readers lean in and know that they can read this book and it can it can touch their life and their heart and make a difference. So I love that you and your um, organization does that and leans into supporting the authors and making the book visible in that way. And then we're able to bring our promotional partners and following of, of over you were uh, sharing in the thousands, it's in the millions. So we're happy to bring that <laughs> to, to the table and share it so that we're all able to bring messages and information that's designed to make a positive difference in the world forward. So when you're out there, if you're considering anthologies, look for an opportunity where they're doing some sort of a media campaign, whether it's a bestseller or not, something that they're committed to bringing the information forward and making it visible. I think that's really key and important whenever you're looking at a anthology project. And then with that, you have some that you do every year. You have one that's coming up that you have opportunities, and I'd love for you to share about that. Thank you. So um, our next anthology, which launches October 21st this fall, is called Clarity Out of Chaos and Finding Your Way When We Can't Always See the Path. And again, this is a, a book that offers opportunities for women to share stories. You know, we've all had those bumps in the path in our uh, bumps in the road in the path of life. And how have we chosen to step over it, run through it? Um, run away from it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we all have our own version of how we handle those obstacles of life, and this is a chance to, to tell a story about 
how we have overcome that and, and share our wisdom and what we've learned by going through those, those bumps in the road. Beautiful. So if someone was interested and wanted to learn a little bit more, if that's coming in October, there's probably some, can you give when they need to take action (laughs) and how? Um, We are accepting chapters now, and this one is actually filling up fast. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, we have a lot of repeat flyers on this one um, because they know the power of being involved in a, in a book like this. They can go to daviscreative.com mm-hmm. and look under anthologies. They can also reach out to me at kathy at daviscreative.com and just send me an email, and I'd be happy to, to send you information and a link. Perfect. Perfect. And if they're interested in talking with you about any of the things that we've talked about today or they had a question they wrote down we haven't touched on, um, What's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, reach out to me through email. Um, and my assistant, Julie, monitors it as well as I do. And we can get back to you and s- schedule a phone call. It's Kathy with a C at daviscreative.com. Perfect. And more than happy to, to share our knowledge and um one of the things that you were talking about free downloads and they can mm-hmm. also request this. I, we have a free download. It's a, like a, a three or four page quick PDF that talks about all the options you have in publishing, whether it goes from DIY all the way to traditional. And there's also some buyer, I don't call it buyer beware, but buyer be aware um, <laughs> information in there and where to go and check to make sure that publishers are actually legitimate. Yeah be happy to share that information with whomever would like that. Wonderful. And they can find that either on your site or emailing you? The best way? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today, for um, sharing uh, this really helpful information that I just think isn't always talked about and so important for authors to know. Um, And I'm excited about your upcoming anthology project. And I'm excited. I'm part of that as well, listeners. So I'm excited to uh, Mm -hmm. be part of that and uh, have have a chapter in that, that powerful book. And for those of you who um, are thinking this is great, but maybe the timing isn't quite right for you. I know that, Kathy, you do several of these a year so they can kind of stay in touch and um, track because they they do fill up. And we have, and like you said, you have more and more frequent flyers. So it's something to to be proactive on if you feel a pull and a call on your heart. But know that there are several years that, that she does. And I hope, listeners, that you have gotten great value out of today's episode. I hope that you lean into connecting with Kathy and her team. They're amazing. You're in really great hands. And what a powerful resource she's making available to you as you are looking to make decisions on your journey as an author to bring your book forward. With that, I hope that you have an amazing week. Take a couple moments after the show to write down some next steps to help bring your book, your message forward. Have an amazing week, everyone. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. 
Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 